Good evening, kids. It is 7.28 p.m. on December 7th, 2021. And this is Dad and Pops Pod. My name is Billy. I'm Pops. And I'm John, and I'm Dad. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm feeling excited. I have been wanting to do this for quite some time, and I'm really excited to start talking to you. I'm feeling happy. I'm very excited and just happy that um, this is a reality and a thing that we get to do and have fun and see how it goes. It's our first time. First one. Take two. Take two, yes. (laughs) Um, John, I don't know about you, but I'm actually like kind of nervous too because like I feel like I'm going to say the wrong thing and you know, the whole point is for our kids to like listen to this and like... Well, we can just be like... Well, I figured I wouldn't say anything wrong ever while, like, our kids are growing up. So, like, this is, like, <laughs> before they get here, oh, I'm so already just, screwing up. You're just, like, perfect all the time. Well, they will be. With right, that. kids? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I am kind of nervous just because, like, even just the thought of, like, having kids, like, gets me all, like, jittery and, like, puts butterflies in my stomach and everything. I don't know. Yeah. It still feels far away for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well... We'll that, see. Because we're not even married yet at this point. Yeah. But. Getting there. Getting there. Working on it. Working on it. <laughs> Lots to do. But don't worry. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> Story for another day. <laughs> but yeah. Um, we figured that we would do this just as a way to share with our kids this kind of piece of ourselves like kind of like a time capsule but something they can just listen to whenever they're ready and kind of get to know us more than just their parents but these two guys who were just trying to figure things out together and Mm -hmm. who had this immense love for each other and wanted to just share that with you yeah i like the time capsule idea not and it'll be good for like the kids but also for us to like look back on these times and because we have like pictures and like snapchat videos of like memories right but like we don't have anything like this so it'll be something extra and something exciting yeah well what we wanted to talk about for our first episode is kind of how we first met Mm -hmm. and so well it's like how we first met and also how we started dating yeah so it's like the entire time that that is which for context spans about two years actually yeah, January of 2017 17. is when we met mm-hmm. and started dating in March of 2019. Yes. So over two years. Wow. Took you a long time to realize how good was <laughs> well, standing right in front of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. But so basically, um, we both met because we both interviewed at Texas Tech University for... Mm-hmm graduate hall coordinator position we did yes in january of 2017 we both flew down to a strange land called lubbock texas (laughs) it was a time it was a place it was a choice (laughs) it was a good time yeah like looking back it was probably one of the best choices i ever made yeah so yeah so do we want to talk about like our first interactions that day sure I mean, to be honest, what's funny is most of the interactions I remember from my on-campus weren't actually with you, John. (laughs) They were with um, 
their your uncle Ty and I were competing like no one's business that day. You like competition? M- me, I love competition. <laughs> but Ty liking competition. Ty liking competition never. <laughs> um, but so most of my interactions, John is just naturally a very quiet person. I would say that like meeting you and just like the interaction, I do remember you being extremely nice because we were in this, I like the Woodrow house, which is this like beautiful. Wait, wait, wait. The what house? The Woodrow. Woodrow. It... Yeah, Woodrow. Wood. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're saying the same thing. <laughs> Continue. Uh, continue. Uh, sorry. I was talking. Yeah, anyway, okay. <laughs> we'll edit that out. <laughs> but so basically, um, we were at the Woodrow house and. Um, it was this beautiful bed and breakfast. It had a train out back. Um, that's where one of our grad cohort members, Kelsey, actually stayed the night. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that. She was so funny. She took us all out to the train and we almost got locked in there. Oh, we did get locked in. We did get locked in there. Yeah. How did we get out? I think someone came and rescued us. Probably Jaso. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically... We were sitting around, and I remember you being, like, very quiet but very nice and just, like, asking me about my flight because I was the first one to get there. I got there mm-hmm. at, like, 9 in the morning. It's pretty early. I Well, I had to leave around 4 a.m. from Michigan yeah. um, to get down to Texas, so it was a pretty long journey yeah. for me. Um, but basically, honestly, that's all I really remember of you from that trip. <laughs> it's just you being very nice at the house and just very sweet. Um, but like, I mean, I, I wasn't really looking for anything. I was in a, I was in a committed relationship, so I wasn't really. Not with me. Yes. (laughs) No. (laughs) But listen, we are now, so that's all good. But basically like I wasn't really looking for anything. So I I mean a job. So I was focused on that. Well, that's what we were both there for. And that's why I don't think we. Like, we're really trying to make friends that weekend too much. Well, yeah, because if you do and they don't get hired and you do... It's awkward. Exactly. Yeah. Or, I mean, the inverse, too. Yeah. Been awkward, oh, yikes. We both got hired, so. We both did. And so did Jaso. And, and so did Ty. Uncle Ty. Uncle Jaso. Uncle Jaso, <laughs> yep. Gosh. But basically, um, we uh, met then... But we didn't really become friends until we moved there, I would have to say. Yeah, I remember, well, okay, what I remember about you from that weekend, Mm -hmm. I remember you being very, um, just yourself of being very personable with everyone and just interacting with everyone and trying to, like, you know, get a feel for everyone and just, like, talking to this person and talking to that person. Like, you were very social. I could tell you were very on, like, doing a good job at, like, you know, being a candidate for your interview, you were doing a good job. And I remember I did think that you were cute. <laughs> Caught my eye. <laughs> well, be still my beating heart. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I, again, I too wasn't really looking for, like, friendships coming out of that weekend because we were all, like, competitors in a sense. But then I also am just, like Billy was saying, an introverted person most of the time. So I wasn't really, you know. When, it, when we were hanging out at the house, I was more quiet because I had to use all my extrovertedness to be good in my interviews. So mm-hmm. that's why I was pretty quiet in the house. Yeah. Yeah. But I do remember after we got the jobs, we both got offered the jobs. Um, we made like a, 
cohort Snapchat or group me or something that we talked in with all seven of us from um, pretty much the end of like our that semester before we started at Tech, we would all talk. And I remember you did not reply very much to our group chats, our group Snapchats or anything like that. So I was like, does this guy, is he even like excited to come? Like, <laughs> is he just like ghosting us already? And I remember being like, oh, he's not going to be like like, our friend, or, like, invested in the group once we get there. I don't think I ever told you that before. No, but, like, um, I am just really bad at phone communication. That's Mm -hmm. just not one, but ever something I'm really good at, because I grew up in the woods, Mm -hmm. so self-service is just a a joke. (laughs) Um, And I was staying at Aunt Shauna's house, um, babysitting your cousins, Mm -hmm. um, Liam, or wait, no, not Liam, Breslin, just Breslin at that time. Breslin was, like, a baby a he baby. wasn't even he was watching yet. yeah i know he was barely coherent to watch rupaul's drag race with me but like we <laughs> would did. you really make him watch that oh my 100 <laughs> percent. i he has to be cultured <laughs> yeah. Okay. so um yeah no so i was busy babysitting and i the only responses i would send were pictures of Brendan. yes i remember getting snaps of him like running around the yard or like in a little car or something and you were just like Breslin get over here stop it <laughs> uh, fond memories <laughs> but yeah so no I I probably didn't put my best foot forward when it came to those like chats and everything yeah and I, <laughs> I also remember you had like a really janky phone oh my gosh and yeah. like whenever you would send videos they were like pixely and like couldn't hear well and i was like is this man living in 1904 or no i had my little android phone that's before i had my well i did have an iphone before but i i had an android phone at that time and i didn't get an iphone until i moved to texas yeah it was a big deal i remember it was man but then we arrived at tech Mm -hmm. and we started becoming close friends yeah um there's the interaction with us in the pool we would literally go to the pool all the time like kids when we lived in texas we basically just lived in the lazy river we did spent a lot of time floating around being very lazy in the lazy river yes well ty and me would be very active we'd be moving and then also we would be pushing aunt molly around on her chariot of floaties (laughs) She's oh my kill gosh. You. <laughs> Probably. But literally, we would just push her around and we would just sit there and talk for hours. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much how I got my master's degree. It's just floating in the lazy river. <laughs> Floaters grab a life vest. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we became close, like doing those together. Um, you also really got me. I watched Big Brother before, but you got me hooked on Big Brother and we did those brackets together. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And that kind of became our thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember that was one of my first, like, when we, our first year of school, we didn't, you and I didn't have a ton of, like, one-on-one interactions together, just like me and you, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we were always with our other friends or whatever. But when we, when I started getting you into Big Brother, I remember one of our first, like, one-on-one things that we did together was make the bracket. And I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, it's fun to just hang out with Billy and just, like, have this, like, our thing, like, that no one else was a part of essentially it was just i think what i realized from that moment is a lot of people expect me to be at a 10 and i don't feel that overwhelming desire to be that way with you all the Mm -hmm. time 
Like, I can literally just relax. And even when I'm competing, I could be, like, in your face and, like, yeah. And then when I'm, like, losing, you don't, like, make me feel, like, terrible. So (laughs) I really like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, support. What is that? Yeah, who? (laughs) But so, like, I just felt like you really allowed me to just be calm because a lot of people expect a lot out of me. And, like, not that you don't expect a lot from me, but you, like, don't make me feel pressured to perform for you. Yeah. Yeah. It just comes very natural, I feel like. I agree. I agree. I think other things that I think of when I think of, like, pillars that made me realize like my feelings for you would be um so like I said I was dating someone else and like things did not work out and I was with that person for a fair amount of time so like I felt some type of way when things ended and like I went for a walk one night and I was over by John's apartment just happenstance um because I had been walking listening to music that's what I do when I get stressed I'm sure you know that kids Mm -hmm. I probably do that all the time. Um, But basically, I called your dad and I was like, "Um, can I just come over? I'm in a really bad place. Like, I just need someone to talk to. And he was like, yes, I I don't know what you were doing, but you literally dropped everything to, like, let me come over and just basically sit in your living room and just cry. (laughs) Um, And what was really nice is, like, some people can see someone in such a vulnerable state and like take advantage of that and like make sure that like you get what you want out of that and like you only had my intentions at heart like you made me feel so safe and so like secure and just made me feel really appreciated after just feeling like I had been just like discarded and left out like I just really appreciated that and like I remember the next day I went to Uncle Ty and I was like, so we have an issue. I think I like am in love with John Morrissey, <laughs> um, which was a big issue because I had already been fake flirting with your dad yes. for like the better part of like two months of yeah. basically like fake flirting in the sense of like, you'd be like, oh my God, John, you're so funny. Or like, you're so, you're so cute. cute. Like, oh my God, you're just, just the best. Yeah. And like, Oh my gosh, you got such big muscles, and yeah. I would like touch your arm, and like you'd be like, "Please get away." Yeah, I'd be like, "Can you stop?" <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh shoot, how do I turn flake, fake flirting into real flirting?" Mm-hmm. Um, and that didn't go well because I basically just kept doing the same thing. And, and I thought you were joking. Yes, still. and hoped for new results. <laughs> so we went for the better part of a year. Yeah, well, because after that night where you came to my apartment. Like, what, a month later, we left for our internships mm-hmm. because our first year of grad school had ended and we went to our internships and I moved to Arizona and you moved to Colorado and we didn't see each other for two months, three months, however long the summer was. Two months. Yeah. And, yeah, and then, you know, you, um, we came back and then <laughs> we just kind of continued where we had sort of left off of, like, being friends and still hanging out but like I think you know throughout that semester especially more towards the end of that semester is when I think we both started to feel a little bit of a different relationship growing between the two of us um you know stronger than it was before yeah 
I mean, I think of specifically the night at Jacqueline's birthday party. I believe. Wasn't it Jacqueline's birthday? I don't know. What are you about to say? When the night that you messaged me that you liked. Oh, no, no, no. That was Tyler's birthday. Tyler's birthday. Yeah, Tyler Honig. That's right. Tyler Honig's birthday. Yeah. Um, but basically, well, I don't know. Do you want to say what you said to me? No, you can say it. Okay. <laughs> Probably because you're a little embarrassed. So, um, kids, there's this app called Grinder. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's just have the talk about Grindr. Um, basically, there's this app called Grinder that... Um, just people use adults. Adults who, use like other adults. Yeah. Um, use to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, John and I were both. Your dad and I were both on these apps. Yeah. To talk to each other, other people, <laughs> the whole gambit. Yeah. But we had never talked. You know. Oh no, before. we were all fake talking. Yeah. We would anytime I'd be like, you would text me at like two a.m you up like just joking (laughs) of course um but was it a joke but was it no but so it's actually funny because um if you ask aunt tracy the night before you texted me your feelings for me you i said to her i was like i think john might actually like me i think he wants this um and caught me and aunt tracy was like no, Billy. Not everyone likes you. <laughs> so, they, thank you, Tracy, yes. for bringing him down a notch. Yes. So a lot of people have to remind me that not everybody loves all of this. So um, basically, John and I went to Tyler's birthday. We were sitting there texting on Grinder all night, mm-hmm. chatting back and forth, having some drinks, having some drinks, <laughs> getting some cocktails. <laughs> Which um, bar were we at? We were at the bar, the beer garden, right? Because, or no, not the beer the garden. Beer house. The beer house. Yeah. With because the, they the have the swings. swings and the yes. big chair. And the big chair. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And so we were doing the, like we were swinging on the swings and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, we get back to Molly's and basically you're just, we're, I think we were trying to watch a movie, but we you and I were just texting. What were we watching? I don't remember that movie, but I do remember a different movie that's important. Yeah. Um, we, I don't remember what movie we were watching, but I do remember that we came home to, well, came home to Molly's. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was basically our home for grad school. Second uh, home, yeah. Yeah, our second homes. Um, but basically, we were there, and I was just hitting on you again, like I usually do. And then Mm. you said something to the extent of, well, I could always just hide behind another joke. And I'm like, "Mm? sus? (laughs) What does that mean? I was trying to be sly. Yeah, that wasn't sly. (laughs) No, no. No, honey bear. Um, So it just was like, caught me off guard. So I texted you back saying, well, what does that mean? And then... You were like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, we can just talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, because I think at that point it was late and we were intoxicated, probably. Yes, yes. Which... You more than me, probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> we then talked the next day. And I remember we basically, well, not the next day. We actually waited till Tuesday. So Tuesday nights became kind of our night because our friends and all of us had co- complex councils that... 
we were already busy with, so we wouldn't expect each other to hang out with after. Yeah. So it became a night where we wouldn't feel obligated to tell our friends, yeah. hey, we're going to just go hang out the yeah, two of us. because we were still in secret at this time. Yes. Well, there wasn't really any secrets to tell because we didn't know what was yeah, going on. Yeah, we weren't on. really a thing yet. Yeah. And so um, I remember we went to Cane's. Yep, Raising Cane's. And watched Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. In my Walgate's apartment. Yep. And I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, this is the start of our love story. And <laughs> and then I was thinking, wow, I love this song and these canes are so good. <laughs> yes. And then um, all of that, all of the like romantic tension that had been built up until this point, it really just came to an end when <laughs> your dad said to me, well, I didn't even know I could like you like that. Now kids. <laughs> Let me give you some advice. <laughs> Never say that. <laughs> Ever. Okay, but I think the reason I said that was because I... Pops is the first man that I had ever, like, allowed myself to have feelings for. You know, like, romantic feelings and, and all of that. Because I, you know, didn't come out early in life. Like, I didn't fully come out until... My 20s, I don't know, 22 or 23, whatever age it was. And so, you know, I never really thought of myself of being able to, like, have romantic feelings for a person of the same sex as me. Because when I was in the closet, it just seemed like that was never going to be a thing. Like, I was never going to be able to do that because of the fear that I had of, like, rejection from coming out and just, like, you know, those scary thoughts that are in your head when you're in the closet. And so I think that that's where that came from of, like, I never really thought that, like, I would be able to be in this spot. I don't think it was anything, like, because of who you are as a person. I think it was more just, like, a this is actually happening. Like, and I never thought that it would. Yeah. No, and I mean, those are some really complex things for me to, like, try and get. Yeah. So I definitely know that now. But I just remember being in the moment, and I was like, cool. <laughs> um, so, and then the really the conversation shifted to, like, what do we do now? Yeah. We're two guys who... Chilling in a hot tub. Yeah, chilling. <laughs> we... <laughs> You're not going to understand that yeah, reference. No, that's, that's, that's way too old for you. It's a thing called Vine. Look it up. <laughs> um, but basically, we really came to this conclusion that there is i think three months left at that point yeah that was like late february mm-hmm. so there's like three months left until we both leave texas yeah. and go in into the unknown we didn't know at that point because we hadn't done our job search <laughs> right. but we literally were, we're heading into a place where we knew nothing and didn't know the distance we would be or anything so we came to the conclusion we're just going to be two friends who knew they liked each other, but didn't do anything because that we didn't want to jeopardize each other's like friendship mm-hmm. and didn't start anything because that wouldn't be helpful with the amount of time left. Yeah, it seemed like we were going to set ourselves up for heartbreak, mm-hmm. failure, <laughs> crash and burn, dumpster fire. But we did it anyways. <laughs> Yeah, so since when do we take our own advice? You should always take our advice, though. But basically, we just kind of kept talking about our feelings and talking about those things. And 
really notice this like strong like magnetism at least i did like the strong magnetism i had towards you of like so i don't want to lose this friendship even when he's gone so Mm -hmm. now i'm just talking to my friend to build up that friendship for when we leave yeah and it was building into okay but he's kind of really cute (laughs) like i really you could just you know one time yeah yeah and so but basically i was like that's is it every day i was toying with the notion of is it worth it like Mm -hmm. is it worth trying to make this work and i like i said i had come out of when i went to grad school a pretty heavy long distance relationship that didn't work and so i was naturally really pessimistic about it um but ultimately we were just texting every day being very honest about our feelings um i know i loved seeing snapchats of you just telling me how my much feelings yeah and my thoughts you're well how much you admire like this like just the different parts of me that like sometimes i always like feel like kind of are cons and that you like love love those parts of me yeah and it was just really nice to hear someone literally like just praise me beyond the sense of like beyond the sense of just my looks but also like okay you're really intelligent you're really smart you're funny mm-hmm. like you make me happy and like just showing me the significance i have on you really made me feel important and made me feel special yeah and you did the same for me like you know i never really had anybody who would think of me in like romantic ways or would like take the time to like see me in in like a like an attractive way like i've always kind of had like body image issues and just like self-confidence issues and like i never really worried or like you never made me feel like you were judging me or like that you didn't appreciate you know who i am or the way that i looked or like you know my introverted side that you know is sometimes not people's favorite because i don't talk a lot you know and so you know you just always made me feel valued and feel good i think what really like in that time that i noticed more is you don't open up to a lot of people yeah but you gave everything to me Mm -hmm. and like i just felt like literally this just i felt like such a special person to be privileged with such like an amazing person like opening up so wholeheartedly to Mm -hmm. me like just being that vulnerable and sharing that side of yourself like i couldn't help but reciprocate those feelings Mm -hmm. yeah we both made each other feel good yeah. and valued and trusted and all of the good things that make a solid relationship. Yeah. And so we decided to, you know, make it official, make it official, <laughs> but we made it official. Well, we started officially dating while we were at in California. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. At TPE, the placement exchange and NASPA. It was like right in between the two mm-hmm. on March 10th of 2019. We became official. <laughs> in a hotel room. In a hotel room in L.A. Yep. In the morning. Yep. Yeah. And then... I woke up and I was like, 
so why aren't we dating yeah yeah we were like so what are we <laughs> we had that conversation yeah it was fun totally great but molly and brandy you were sleeping in the bed across the room yes <laughs> we're having this like life-changing conversation <laughs> and molly is like <laughs> brandy's kicking molly yeah. just really just romantic background <laughs> stuff but i do remember one of our first pictures we took together uh-huh. um and i don't know how much more like how much more of the story we want to share in this episode but like basically um i remember one of our first pictures we took was in the uh the beach saint Sam, San, santa monica right? santa monica beach yeah yeah um and it's like us on the pacific ocean and me like giving you a kiss on the cheek and the ferris wheel in the background and mm-hmm. everything like it was just it's very cute perfect it was a good first day yeah it was a great first day the yeah. sun was shining we were at muscle beach the so. tank is clean the, the tank, tank is, is clean, clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but basically yeah so i just i i'm really glad we took that chance because Me too. we would have missed out on such like an amazing life together if we had it mm-hmm. taking a chance Take a chance on me. <laughs> Took a chance on love, and it all worked out. Yeah. We'll talk about our long-distance journey, because after that, after we started dating, we became long-distance pretty much immediately. Yes. We had, like, two months, right? Two, yeah, we had two months to basically build a foundation. But we, I mean, we had two years yeah, before that, yeah. so. But basically, it it all worked out, and it was... Probably one of the best decisions that we ever made. How cute. I know. And that's the story of how we met, how we started dating, and the rest is history. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But with every one of these that we do, and for lack of better terms, calling them episodes, but for every one of these that we do, I think something we wanted to do was always give you some like fatherly advice from us. not because we're experts as fathers, because we're clearly not even fathers yet. Um, but more just like advice that we're feeling in this moment that we think, hey, when you're in a similar moment that you'll need. Yeah, it's like life advice, fatherly advice. Yeah. Um, mine would be that just because something is hard doesn't mean it's not worth it. Um, I know that like, I was super nervous to take that risk and I knew it was going to be an uphill battle, but I can never regret the decisions that I've made along the way and like the work that I put in to feel as happy and as loved as I do now. Mm -hmm. I like that. And I think mine would be to always remember that like you deserve to feel loved and to have people love you. Because, you know, that is such an important part of life is to feel like you have someone in your corner that you know is going to be there for you and to support you. And I think that it can be easy to, like, shut that off sometimes or just, you know, think that that might not ever happen for you. But, you know, allow yourself to be loved and to feel those things when people um, are in your spot to do that with you. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, um, 
kids, go give us a hug because we're probably super nervous to show you these. <laughs> um, and <laughs> until next time, go forth, be bold, be brilliant. And make good choices. Love you. Bye. Bye.